Me, you, and who? Who knew it would take more than two people to have a baby? In a world where infertility is no longer a taboo topic, this podcast will take you through all the different aspects of surrogacy and egg donation through the lens of many who walk this journey in different ways. My name is Whitney Hall, and I am a two-time surrogate, now turned surrogacy coordinator for Egg Donor and Surrogate Solutions, the very agency I used when I chose to carry for two amazing families. With this podcast, it is our goal to help guide and support you as you learn about what it takes to grow a family in an alternative way, as well as hear inspiring and beautiful stories of how this path has changed lives forever. We can't wait for you to hear about just one more way happy families are created every day. Hi, everyone. My name is Whitney Hall, and I am the host for Me, You, and Who podcast. So I am just so excited to be a part of this. Um, One of the biggest things that I'm really a huge proponent of is just education around um, this topic, just infertility, the world of infertility um, and, and all of that. But my journey in the infertility world did not start with me being a coordinator. Um, I am a two-time surrogate and I have had two separate journeys for two separate families Um and how I got into the surrogacy world um, is is so fun. I um, I live in Houston, Texas. I have three beautiful children. Um, I am married to my middle school sweetheart. Ew, gross! Can you believe that? Um, no, but it's it's so funny and wonderful and one of my favorite stories to tell. But um, but yeah, my husband and I have been married for eleven years, um, and. My eldest is 10, my, and then I have twins who are eight. Um, we had kiddos young. So I was 22. Yeah, I was 22 when we, um, when we had Emma. And um, I have never felt more just at peace than when I was pregnant with Emma. As far as just, I was just so good at it. Like I really was. And it was, I didn't, I mean, I never got sick and I went into every OB appointment and was just like, yep, just boring, nothing, no worries, you know, all of that. Um, I mean, it was wonderful. It was just, it was a beautiful pregnancy and I just felt so good. And, um, it was, it was really great. It was really great. Um, and it was during that time where, I was just like, okay, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at this. And I just kind of felt this like pool of, okay, I could do this. I could do this again. I could do this as many times as my body will allow me to. Um, What does that look like? And, you know, prior to that, I had kind of felt or I had heard about surrogacy through kind of a lot of those like Hollywood kind of situations. Um, you know, you see it in movies, a lot of lifetime movies, um, you know, just things like that. And, um, I just, you know, I kind of did like a quick Google search and one of the biggest things that kept coming up was, um, you need to wait until you're done with your family. And I knew that we were going to have more kids. And so this was kind of put on on the back burner. So a few years later, um, my husband and I, uh, we began trying and um, we 
get pregnant and we go in for that six week, you know, heartbeat ultrasound with the OB and what do you know, it's twins. And (laughs) it was that Hollywood moment of just wide eyes and looking at each other and oh my goodness. And here we go. And, um, you know, again, with twins, even um, just had amazing, wonderful pregnancy. And, you know, here we are with our three beautiful children. Well, during that time, um, I had an acquaintance who was also trying to conceive children around the time that um, we had conceived our twins. And she was having a really tough time. And um, it really opened my eyes to that struggle of wanting so badly to grow your family and being disappointed over and over and over again. And seeing that struggle just, it made me, it just pulled me in this direction of I've got to help. I've got to help. If it's not her, I'm helping someone else because no one, if they want to have a family in this way, no one should feel this feeling that I'm seeing. So I was, at the time I was working at a church and offhand, I was listening to um, a friend talking about her sister who was using a surrogate. And this friend had become really good friends with her. And I asked her, you know, would you mind just giving this surrogate, you know, my name, maybe we can reach out. Um, You know, I'd love to just find out more about her experience and just ask her some questions. And um, she was so great. She was like, oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. You know, 100%. So a few weeks later, I all of a sudden had this Facebook message. Um, and this person was just, you know, hi, uh, you know, Lynn gave me your, your name. I'd love to tell you more about my experience. Um, you know, all of that. And we just got to chatting and I asked her all of my questions. Um, I got so overwhelmed on the internet when you Google surrogacy, so much comes up. And I was just like, I want to talk to a person. I want to actually speak to a person who has experienced this, who, you know, can ask, like, I can ask them some pretty nitty gritty questions and just really get a sense of what this was like for them, how it affected their family, all of the things. And she had nothing but great things to say about her experience. And I asked her, you know, okay, so how, what, where do you, what do you do now? Um, And she gave me the name of her agency. Now, I will tell you, I definitely, like I said, if you Google, it gets really overwhelming. So I didn't even know an independent journey was a thing. And Lord knows with my just anti, you know, going down the Google rabbit hole, I would not have been a very successful person when it comes to an independent journey. I loved the idea of this agency just doing it all. Um, they found me the right person. They could guide me through the whole steps. I I loved that aspect of what it looked like to be a surrogate for me. So I um she gave me the name. It was Surrogate Solutions. And I reached out and applied. And I mean, within days, I 
had a message from a coordinator. Um, and a few days after that, she was like, I, she sent me some, some profiles. Um, I wasn't drawn to them. And then she sent me this message and she goes, Whitney, I have found you the perfect couple. I was like, okay, let's see it. And boy, was she right. She a hundred percent was right. They were just the sweetest people. And, um, what was really important to me was, um, I needed to stay in Houston just for how our family functions. Um, I needed to stay in Houston. They were in Houston. They, um, the clinic was close by. Um, and I loved the fact that potentially, um, you know, seeing how our relationship would go. I loved the fact that we would be able to kind of see each other more often than not. And, um, you know, maybe eventually I would, I would still get to, um, you know, just have updates, uh, about, um, the future baby that they would have. So it felt like everything just lined, the stars aligned and everything just went so fast after that, which is not always the case. Um, but it seemed like, oh my gosh, and here we go from, I mean, not a few months prior to just exploring the idea to all of a sudden I am matched with a amazing couple and we're about to go make a baby. So <laughs> I went through, um, the whole process. I went through the medical screening process. I went through, um, the psychological evaluation. Um, everything was great. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I was just sitting and it was so interesting. We weren't, we weren't saying anything to anybody because I just, I didn't know what would happen. Um, I didn't know, oh gosh, like, am I going to pass medical clearance? Am I going to, to pass, you know, are, are we going to move forward with, you know, X, Y, Z? So we really weren't saying anything. And, um, you know, this whole time, Josh was incredibly supportive, just so excited for, for me, for our family, um, you know, and just was rolling along with anything and everything he needed to do. Um, it was great. It was just really great. Well, got past everything. We go to transfer and, um, I I mean, that was beautiful and wonderful. It was, (laughs) I showed up to transfer um, I had reached out to the nurse and I was like, okay, I'm supposed to take a volume. Um, my husband's not able to be there. Can I take the volume afterwards? And she was like, yeah, that's really fine. You can drive home and then take the volume. Well, then we got there and, um, my intended mom was like, oh no, please take the volume now. And I will drive you home. And I remember being so concerned. I was like, oh my gosh, there's laundry in my living room. If she comes into my house, she's going to see this laundry, just the silliest of things. It was just, yeah, it was so funny. Um, but no, it was, it was great. We, we had the transfer. It was a beautiful moment. Um, you know, we got to watch everything and, and, um, the intended dad recorded everything and, um, it was just, it was so neat. Um, you know, it it was just a really sweet moment in the room with, with the embryologist. I remember, you know, just being like, wow, look at that. Um, and, and off I went. I want to say it was about six, probably four to six days later, um, I decided to take a home pregnancy test and um, it came out positive. I was so excited. And 
I took another one the next day and it was a digital one. And, um, I texted a picture of it to my intended parents. I was not Pinterest enough. I didn't think to do a letter board or make it all cute. I just was just off the cuff. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to share this news and just immediately texted them. Congratulations and all pink hearts and, um, and, and all of that. And, um, was just so excited for them. And then we, you know, I go and I, I did my blood work and the HCG levels were huge. They were just so high. And we were like, wow, this baby is really stuck. Oh my goodness. And what do you know? We go for that heartbeat confirmation and there is not one, but there are two little babies in there. The embryo had split. And once again, Josh and I are having this Hollywood moment or witnessing this Hollywood moment of these two mom and dad, oh my gosh, we're having twins. And I tell you what, it's felt so full circle. And I died laughing. I really did. I was because my intended mom just, she just kept looking at me. She was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I was like, what? apologize. This is amazing. I'm so happy for you. And she just, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, she was just full on shock. And I just, I mean, it was an incredibly beautiful moment. And I, I mean, again, like Josh and I were just dying laughing because we were like, yep, we've seen that. We've been there. We've done this before. (laughs) So here we go. I'm carrying twins again. And, um, it was even more special that my intended mom, um, and intended dad were local because we had so many more appointments because it was twins. So we were going to the MFM and, and all of that. And it was the most beautiful, boring pregnancy. There was, you know, we went, everything was fine. Babies were measuring great. Everything's wonderful. Um, and it was, when we had heartbeat confirmation that that was whenever we started telling people um, that I was going to be a, or that I was a gestational carrier. And that really, it was really neat because it started the conversation with a lot of people um, asking me questions about my experience, um, asking me questions about you know, just, okay, what does this look like? How does this even work? Oh my gosh. I had always thought about doing that. Um, wow. If I had known this was an option, you know, just things like that. And it really opened a lot of doors to some really neat and wonderful conversations. So had an amazing pregnancy. Um, my kids were just so excited. Um, Emma was small. My twins were little, so they like really didn't totally know what was going on. Um, but Emma was super excited. It was really fun. I had a neighbor who was, um, she was pregnant at the time and the girls were, they, she had a daughter who's the same age as my Emma and we, they went to school and it was, you know, we, we would go and, her, her friend would be like, yeah, you know, my mom's pregnant with my, with my, um, little brother. And, you know, Emma would be like, well, my mom's pregnant with my new friends. And it was the funniest thing. And it got me into a lot of conversations with people that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, but it was just, it was so neat. It was just the greatest experience. Um, 
my intended mom and I became really good friends. Um, we, you know, gave each other Mother's Day gifts and and things like that. And and these were actually going to be. She had a son from a previous um, from a previous surrogate, and so, um, you know, she was getting him prepared. Hey, you're going to be a big brother, and there's going to be two babies, and you know, so we were just living our lives, just a part of each other's lives. Um, and it was just really sweet. Delivery day came. Um, I had a C-section. I had C-sections with my own. So I had a C-section with, um, with the girls and, um, mom and dad, uh, they were outside of the, the OR. They wanted the babies to, to be nice and beautiful pink whenever they came to see them. And, um, it, it listening, listening to that sweet moment of them when I got to the recovery room of just, oh, look at them, you know, oh, I think she has your nose and, you know, just all of that. It, oh my gosh, it warmed my heart and it just made me so grateful and so thankful that I was trusted enough to be able to create this amazing family. And it's, I mean, it was beautiful. Had a great recovery. Everything was fine. Um, and I, you know, I kind of thought it was like, okay, I'm, that was it. That was wonderful. I love it. I, my agency reached out and the, um, the coordinator that I had had um, she, you know, asked me, well, do you think you want to do another journey? And I was like, well, I didn't think I could, um, because I've had three C-sections. She was like, well, I think, you know, you're right. There, those are, you know, kind of the guidelines, but there can be some cases where, you know, certain clinics, because you're proven and, you know, based off of what they see in medical clearance, it could be possible for you to, to try again. I was like, okay. I think, you know, talked it over with Josh, touched it over with the kids. Um, I was like, yeah, I think let's just see. Let's just see. So I I reached out and at that time, um, surrogate solutions had then become egg donor and surrogate solutions. So the process was different. Um there was, you know, a, it was it just the the process was a little different in the sense that um, I, everybody was a little more involved, um, which I loved and it was great. Um, we, oh, I didn't say, yeah, I had, we had met my, my first intended parents on the match meeting. Um, I remember being so nervous. Oh my gosh. And being worried about, you know, it was zoom prior to 2020. So it was, you know, not the norm. Right. And, um, I remember worrying about the background and making sure, you know, my shirt was nice and, and all of that stuff. And, um, that zoom, that match meeting was really big. It was like, I felt so good afterwards. Um, and immediately texted, you know, the, the matching coordinator was like, absolutely. Like, yes, I like, yes. So same thing, um, was given a few profiles and, um, I, was I was super drawn to um you know this one sweet family it was um they, they didn't have any children um yet and um I you know was expressed interest in them and 
they expressed interest in me. And so we had a match meeting and, um, this journey was definitely different in the sense that previous to my first journey, um, you know, this intended mom, these intended parents kind of knew based off of just her history that, you know, surrogacy was going to be how they were going to have biological children. And this, these intended families, this intended family that I matched with, um, had gone through a lot prior to looking into surrogacy. And so it was, it was just different. It was different in the sense that, um, you know, I celebrated a lot of milestones and that intended mom, you know, cautiously celebrated. And, and I understood that. I think I understood it a lot more later. Um, I was definitely still green as far as, you know, really understanding the emotional aspect of what it can be to be an intended parent. Um, and so she was cautiously optimistic. Um, and I, you know, was just over here celebrating every milestone. So, you know, we matched, I got through clearance, um, you know, everything was great. We did the transfer. Um, and my intended mom wanted, she did want me to, to take some, a pregnancy test and let her know every time I tested. And so the, I did, I took the first pregnancy test on four days, um, post-transfer, which is so early. And I don't recommend that to anybody. I always say wait until at least six days, but I did it on four because I had gotten one, my positive for my first journey, I got a positive at four because it was twins. I didn't know that, but <laughs> so I was like, sure, four days. Absolutely. I'm going to test. And, um, and it was a negative test. And I just remember my heart just sunk and I was so disappointed. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna, I'm going to have to break her heart again. And, oh, and, but she wanted to know. So I let her know, I'm so sorry. I'm going to keep testing, but I, I mean, I'm so sorry that's fine. We'll do another transfer. I mean, she, she'd been down this road before. So, you know, I spent, I did it in the morning. And so I spent all day just feeling so down in the dumps. And, um, you know, my husband was so supportive and was just, Hey, you know, these things happen. It's, there's nothing you could have done differently. That's just, you know, he was incredibly supportive. So the next day I wake up and I, you know, okay, I said I would test and I go test. And what did you know? It was positive <laughs> on that five days. I was like, oh my gosh, if I just waited one more day. Um, and I immediately texted my intended mom, oh my gosh. And it's so funny. Um, you know, she has since said, you know, golly, this little boy, he's always just given us a run for our money from the very beginning. Um, and it was again, an incredibly sweet moment. Um, you know, sent the picture of that positive pregnancy test still was not Pinteresty. Um, and was just, was so excited. I went to heartbeat confirmation, still the sweetest sound I've ever heard. Um, you know, anytime I hear that, it's just, it, it's wonderful. And, um, and then we were off and it was so funny. My 
my intended mom, you know, she, she, she knew the whole IVF game backwards and forwards because she'd done it so many times and, and was so experienced. And the minute that we got released to the OB, she looks at me and she goes, okay, you just tell me what happens next. Cause I have no idea. <laughs> um, and it was so, it was so great. It was just, it was so wonderful to see, you know, to, to be with somebody to experience those big things. And again, she was, in, she was local. So, um, she came to every appointment. Um, and I mean, it was, it was fantastic. It was, it was so fantastic. Um, what made this one a little fun was, um, I was pregnant during the pandemic. So unfortunately later on in our pregnancy, um, she wasn't able to come to, to those appointments. Um, and you know, I did everything I could as far as recording and, having her on speakerphone with the doctors and nurses and having her be a part of that process. I sent weekly bump photos to her, um, you know, just all of that. And, um, and yeah, and she was so sweet. She would, um, drop things off at our front door. She, she, she sewed me masks. Um, you know, it was what a time, what a time. Um, and, <laughs> And yeah, we, um, and then luckily for us, um, you know, they, they were able to be at the hospital, um, when he was delivered. Um, so that was really, really wonderful. They were able to, to be, to be part of that. Um, and you know, that was so touch and go with a pandemic. So I was, I was so grateful for that, but yeah, so those were my two journeys. Um, we've since stayed in contact with everybody. Um, my first set of intended parents asked my husband and I to be the girl's godparents. And so that was been really sweet. Um, you know, got to go to their ceremony. We've gone to birthday parties. Um, and it was so funny when my kids visited me in the hospital for that first journey, um, the intended mom was so sweet and was like, here you go, you guys, you're their first friends. And that moment has stayed with me this whole time. Um, you know, it's been so neat to see how this journey has been such a positive influence on my own children and part of their story of, you know, we were their first friends. We were, you know, some of the big voices that they heard and, um, and here we are. And so it's been so sweet to watch their friendships, um, you know, evolve because we're going to the birthday parties and, you know, and, and all of those things. Um, and so that's just been, that's been so neat to see how our world has gotten so much bigger and has all of these amazing people in our lives. Um, my intended mom from my second journey, she was, she was so sweet. She would come to pick up milk. I would, I pumped for, for her and, um, you know, she, again, it's during the pandemic. So things were just a little different, but she was always so sweet about letting the kids, you know, see the baby and, and kind of have that closure for them and, and everything and got to go to the first birthday and, and all of that. And, um, you know, she sends me photos and it's just, it was so amazing and so wonderful. And, you know, that was, that was the end that was, I had just fulfilled my dream of, of helping families, um, in that way. 
So I went on with my life. Um, I was working at a different church at the time. I was working part-time and um, I, all of a sudden, randomly, you know, out of the blue, I got this email. Um, Hi, Winnie. This is Katie from Egg Donor and Surrogate Solutions. And we were wondering if you would be interested in applying as a coordinator for us. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Oh my gosh. I cannot, I can't believe this. Um, Wow. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, again, I talked it over with my husband. I was like, well, it would be full time. So that'd be different. And, you know, but I'm so passionate about this world. I'm so proud of what I did. And, and I love that because of what I did, you know, people are coming up and asking me questions and, and, and all of that. And by no means am I an expert, you know, or was an expert, but they, you know, I can at least tell my story. Um, and that was one thing that I had experienced as a surrogate was the minute that you kind of made people aware of, you knew what that infertility struggle was like, and you were helping someone, it made people more vulnerable and not as afraid to share their own stories. And that was one of my biggest things was, you know, a lot of people deal with this in such silence and, and I, just, I, I wish that wasn't the case because there's, you know, I, I wanted to be a support. I wanted to help. And this was another, you know, this opportunity to possibly be a coordinator. I was like, okay, well, I can't be a surrogate anymore, but I can help others be surrogates and I can help others, you know, I can help grow families in this way. So I applied and, um, went through our extensive interview process. Um, and, you know, I was hired and I haven't looked back since I've had, you know, the, just an amazing, amazing two years of growing families and learning so much and, um, being a part of so many different people's journeys. And it is truly an honor to guide all of these women and grow all of these families with these amazing intended parents, um, in this way. And I am just so blessed and thankful that, you know, a thought that I had after having a daughter and a conversation that I happened to pick up on in a hallway, led to my life being completely changed for the better. And I'm just so grateful for all of that. Um, it's, it's, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing, just whole journey that all of this has brought. And I'm so excited that now through this podcast, um, that we're able to share other people's stories. We're able to share all of the different aspects of what a journey looks like. Um, and I am just incredibly honored that once again, I'm able to be in a situation where I can help educate and help foster, you know, just any sort of curiosity, um, you know, that people might have about 
what this whole world looks like. So yeah, I am just, I am thrilled that um, I get to be a part of such an amazing company and I get to help create happy families every day. And I am so excited that now we get to have um, this podcast and tell more stories and answer more questions. So um, I really look forward to you listening to me, you, and who. You have just finished listening to an episode of Me, You, and Who. To find out more about Egg Donor and Surrogate Solutions, go to www.createahappyfamily.com.